Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And Bob is Bob Shorey. He's one of the MCSEs that comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC, and we'll do our best to help you out with your computer comments, questions, and concerns. And you heard the story about the uh, second ransomware hit on the state recently now. Um, they got hit with Gand Crab and... Uh, there's a free uh, decryption tool out there for Gantt Crab, and uh, we'll let you know kind of how that occurs. But generally, the news is making it sound like they were a target. And uh, remember, guys, we're all targets. Nobody specifically went after the state. Uh, they just didn't patch and didn't have the proper preventions in place to have this not come through. And uh, we're all targets. I mean, you could be sitting here right now surfing somewhere, and somebody could be emailing you something. And if you don't have the proper... Uh, tools in place to prevent that from hitting your system, you're going to be a victim. So when they, the news says the state was a target, <laughs> they're not a target. They just were improperly protected. Um, and uh, there is a tool to decrypt your uh, GAN crab ransomware that the state has, so hopefully they'll straighten that out. But I don't know what they're doing over there. In other news, um, there is a new movement afoot. California joins a growing list of states proposing right-to-repair legislation that Apple will, of course, oppose. Uh, basically, this new right-to-repair legislation um, is, is, uh, was put out in Nebraska, and uh, it was put out by Assemblymember Susan Talismantes-Eggman. Um, and she feels that the right-to-repair – she's going to be – I'm sorry, she's going to be uh, – introducing that same legislation in California um, that would require manufacturers of electronics to make diagnostic and repair information as well as equipment of service, service parts available uh, to product owners because they're, they're getting a little cranky about the fact that their, their device you know, can't be repaired and you got to replace it every two years rather than having the, the parts to deal with it. And they don't want to deal with the manufacturer directly, so they want to make sure that third parties – Companies like Tab and others that are out there in the IT world and repair world have access to parts. Again, odd to call it right to repair. Um, they want us to be able to work to repair the component, but they won't offer right to work. Ah, it's a whole other issue. A <laughs> 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 whole other problem. Uh, but uh, they're trying to now force these uh, companies to make sure that repair parts are available to the consumers and companies who might repair consumer products like uh, Apple iPhones and, and TVs and whatever it might be. Um, so, I mean, I don't know if you're going to make this uh, happen or not, but um, we're, pretty, we're pretty sure Apple's going to fight this pretty hard. 
they've been hit with um, Apple's been hit with 60 plus class action lawsuits for devising a product obsolescence scheme by proposedly slowing the ba- Apple Apple uh, systems down when the batteries get older, which did happen. <laughs> so people are getting more and more uh, frustrated with companies like Apple. And, and and again, you should make your product repairable. You know, if you're going to spend 800 bucks on a phone, $800, bucks on a phone, you should be able to get a new battery. You should be able to change out the screen. It shouldn't be something that means you got to replace it after you well, just were in hock for renting it for years. I would argue if something like that really upsets you, yeah. maybe uh, there's uh, competition that's uh, maybe even a little better and less expensive. Over the Android? Well, you know, I, I don't want to name names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, again, I'd love to be able to repair my phone too. I mean, I've got a beautiful. I like my phone. It's an Android, uh, Droid Turbo Two. But there was a flaw. My son's got the same flaw. I have the same flaw. There's a, a green line down my screen. I don't even care really. Um, but if it was easy to repair, I would just pop it out and repair it. Well, there again, they have kits, but yeah, yeah, it, it takes a little bit of uh, finesse. Good luck getting the uh, parts. So we'll see. You know, no, right. you can get the parts. I'll guarantee you can get the parts. Yeah, cool. <laughs> we'll see how the right to repair legislation comes through. Um, in other news, you might have heard this, and I know uh, Bob's got some other uh, invention news out there, but I wanted to bring this up. Flippy, the robot hamburger chef, goes to work. So there's a California um, burger chain that has now put in to production a robot Hamburger flipper. I read an article about that. They turned them off on the first day. They turned them off? They turned them off the first day. I didn't get into the article. I didn't think it was that interesting to me. What? <laughs> I love this. So Flippy, the entry-level price tag for Flippy is sixty grand. Um, obviously a lot more expensive than having your average uh, hamburger chef flipping burgers. But, of course, there won't be any sick time. There won't be any issues. There won't be any protesting. They'll be able to just flip the burgers. And, and, and I thought our, uh, I mean, C-3PO had plenty of work. Yeah, right. <laughs> the other great thing about this is, of course, if this works out, um, this is a company called Caliburger, um, that imagine the, the high-tech jobs that are going to be produced to maintain the robots. But we don't want high-tech jobs. <laughs> Well, hopefully these kids start working on that because they need to get some of this technology out there. But imagine having to go into your local burger chain and fix your hamburger flipper. Well, Burger King's <laughs> had their uh, ch- flame-broiled hamburgers for years. It goes down the chute like belt. and it flips over and it comes out the other end all cooked and all they do is assemble it. Yeah, this does seem like a lot of work to flip a burger. They, <laughs> yeah, you could just do a, some sort of. Um, it's on. It goes on the conveyor, system. you know. And once it's done on one side, it you know it falls off well, and that's lands why on they're the, the king other. of burgers, then Bob. <laughs> and they've been doing that for forty, fifty years. I mean, it's probably a lot cheaper than a sixty thousand dollar burger flipping arm. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> but if we can get people to pay for that technology that's yes. made in China, <laughs> uh, hopefully not. Oh gosh, now you're, now you're bumming me out. We'll put the link up here for you, so you can check out Flippy. I didn't know they were turned off. I didn't see. They didn't say anything about that in this. In this, um, I, I'll, I'll get the link if I can find that article. <laughs> Flippy went rogue. It <laughs> started checking burgers at people. Maybe he got hit with a virus. Who knows. Um, so I thought that was interesting. We'll put a link up there for that for you as well. What do you got there, Bobby? You wanted to bring up? Well, yesterday was International Women's Day. Yes, it was. And in honor of that, I mean, I'll read it. You know, just 
International. I mean, if, in my house, every day is International Women's Day. Well, same here. Yeah. But yeah, on International Women's Day, as well as Mother's Day, yes, I get my wife some flowers, nice, and a cake. Even on International's Women's Day, you did that. Too? Yes, I absolutely did. Wonderful, that because that's celebrated in in Europe. All right, which is where my wife is from. Exactly. All Beautiful. Right. So you have to do that. Yes. Anyway, could keep your committee happy. What I found was that there was this great article, actually several great articles, about yeah. Hedy Lamarr. Ah, uh, yes, Hedy. She, she was billed as the most beautiful woman in the world mm-hmm. by, uh, what is it, George B. Meyer or something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, um, little did you know that if it weren't for her, her you right. might not be able to enjoy that cell phone that you can't repair. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> or even Wi-Fi. Because she invented the technology that's used in Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, CDMA, cell phones. Right. All of this technology was based on a patent that she'd invented right. back in 1940. That's awesome. And her and uh, uh, there was a composer that she did it with. Just a second. I'll give you his name. A composer or a uh, It a was uh it was a composer, George Antheo. They uh, developed this uh, radio guidance system for the torpedoes that worked on the ability to change frequencies so that the enemy couldn't figure out what frequency it was on and uh, block and it. And, oh, really? Yeah. So all this technology that we enjoy today, and she gave it to the government. Of course. And you know what the military said to her? Thanks. No. No? Not even thanks? <laughs> no. This beautiful woman like you should be out raising war bonds. Oh, my god! Instead of messing around with this technology stuff. We were so stupid back then. <laughs> we were so stupid back then. But she was brilliant yeah. and beautiful. Yeah. And, yeah, she did yeah. that. She invented better uh, wings for Howard Hughes. Really? Yes. Wow. And she invented a bunch of stuff. Awesome. I mean, she didn't go around the Hollywood and go to all the parties. Right. She was busy working. She wanted to do things with her mind, and she was brilliant. I love it. Well, that's great. So Great story. We'll post a couple of links to her. About Hedy Lamarr. Hedy Lamarr. You never thought you'd hear about Hedy Lamarr on Computer Talk with Chad. She was recognized in 1997. Oh, good. And she died three years later in 2000. But the point is, is that she was a brilliant lady. Mm Mm-hmm. So. And we have plenty of them out there, thankfully. All right, so we're going to be here until 11 o'clock, taking your computer calls, comments, questions, and concerns. Two lines open for you. Feel free to get online. We'll be right back. One of the few tunes I could find that uh, starts out with bagpipes in, in honor of the uh, St. Patty's Day Parade going on today, or probably in a few hours out there in Hartford, so... Hope you have fun with that. And uh, a couple little little update on Flippy. So, yeah, Flippy was turned off. Bob is right. I did see that now. Just because he was a little slow. So you can turn the speed up on a robot. They just need to update the code. <laughs> <laughs> you mean they don't have a little dial? I don't know what it is. Uh, who knows? They need some guy to a little dash pot. update, yeah. the, uh, update like the code. the volume. Turn him up. <laughs> he's, too, he's flipping too slow. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go maybe, to your calls. Maybe they need a faster processor. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> upgrade the eighth gen. Let's go on to Ron in Durham. Hey, Ron, what's up? Good morning, guys. Morning. Hey, thanks for a great program. Thanks. Uh, we recently uh, got uh, uh, now we're bites from you guys. Okay. The deluxe version. All right. And it's working really good. Good. The question I have is, we had. Uh, a protection program <clears throat> from uh, Frontier. Mm. And if it was working, why did they find you 
you guys find all this stuff on our computer, will we pay? And what were we paying for? Great question. So, basically, antivirus is just one aspect of your security when it comes to your computer. Antivirus is like the last line of defense. Um, first line of defense is open DNS to prevent the malware in the first place. Second line of defense um, would be email and spam protection from within your email, but most, most home users don't have that type of high technology running. And then the, the last thing is your antivirus. And so the, the protection that came along with these internet providers that they are now charging you for, they, some of them are free, some of them they charge for, is antivirus, the last line of defense there. So you, you can't just have one. As you heard, with, even with the state here, they got hit again with ransomware. Clearly their protections are not in place. Um, I'm sure they have antivirus, but they probably haven't updated their service pack, so they don't have any good web defense in place, so they have poor email defense in place. You need to have multiple things, multiple uh, circles of security around your computer besides just antivirus. So that's the answer. Um, and also where you're going, uh, frankly. Where are you surfing? You know, sometimes, and I don't know where you're surfing, Ron. I have no idea. But you could inadvertently go to a place that's going to deliver malware to you. Um, or you could be going to places that are more apt to deliver malware to you because why do you think where you're going is free? <laughs> I think one yeah, other thing too that a lot of people so don't understand. A lot of people don't understand also that uh, antivirus and anti-malware are two different things. Right. And a lot of the uh, antivirus companies have incorporated both engines, but in their products. But the point is, is it's really two different things that you have to protect against. Right. So you think it's uh, efficacious to keep both systems from Frontier and you guys? Well, again, our guys, Malwarebytes is not us guys. Malwarebytes is their own company. I um, see. Okay. Malwarebytes is just a tool that we've recommended to remediate. I don't recommend it to constantly look or, or be active. I just recommend it to be re, uh, as a remediation tool should you be hit with something. If you've done the other things we recommend, like put open DNS in place and uh, a running antivirus, then generally you should be fine. Okay. But nothing's 100%. Right. Okay, guys. Thanks for the great work. All right. Thanks. So, uh, you know, the, update your, your computer. Make sure it's got the latest service back so that the malware can't take advantage of any kind of uh, vulnerability that has not been corrected by Microsoft or whoever is operating system you're using. So you got to update your service packs. Then you have to have a good web filter in place, good antivirus in place. Watch where you're going on the internet. Don't click on any suspicious links in your email. <laughs> or even, I mean, nowadays, it's even non-suspicious links. They're so, they're so tricky these days where you could get an email from what you thought was your bank, and it was not from your bank. Don't click on the link in the email. Go right. to your favorites. That's a, place that, that's a link you know is safe because right. you set it up. Yeah. Yeah, right. Don't ever click on links in your email anymore these days. Um, just forget it. It's not even worth it. Let's go to uh, uh, Shay in North Windham. Hey, Shay. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Uh, we bought my dad a laptop nice. not too long ago, mm -hmm. but he has since um, passed away. Oh, I'm sorry. But it's password protected. Yes. I don't, <laughs> what do I do? Is it a Windows-based operating system? Yes. Well, there are tools that you can bring um, your that device to a computer company um, or a support company that they can use on it to, quote-unquote, crack the password, generally. Okay. 
Um, I'm not going to give that information out over the air. Right. I, I didn't figure you would. Yeah. Um, but would I be able to take it someplace like Staples? Can they do that? They might be able to, yeah. There's some places that can if the tech knows something about it. They might be able to do it. The other thing is you're really not going to crack the password. All the tool does is gives you the ability to uh, change change the password. Right. Good change. point. Good point. That's, yeah, that's what I did figure. Yeah. Okay, so can you, I ask you one more? Go yeah. ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, one more question. Mm-hmm. I use um, Microsoft on my my computer, my desktop, yeah. and it's always been able to give me my carrier email and the Outlook email, which I don't use. All of a sudden, last week, I cannot find or get into my carrier email. Your carrier mean your email provider, your internet provider. Yeah. Right, exactly. So your password is not working? Uh, no, I can't even get that far. It won't even. I I went in and I checked to make sure the password was the same and nothing changed in my properties. Yeah. I can get my email on my phone and oh. my lap my laptop, but I can't get it on the Microsoft Outlook uh, computer. Yeah. Now wait, are you using a browser or are you using a yeah. Outlook? You said you can get it in Outlook, but you can't get Outlook. it on a, on a right. From a web browser? Is it a well, web? It, it spells south. It's spelled, okay, yeah, but is there, are you getting it from a browser or from your Outlook email program? No, my Outlook email pro- program because it's an Outlook okay. email. Okay. So we want, I'd recommend you delete the, the account and re, re, reset it up. That's what I would recommend you do. Um, there's not much more you can do other than retype your password over and over again, which you've already done, and right. it's not going. So I would remove the account completely. And add it back in. Go to Bell South and make sure you check the configurations on that mailbox. Right. It's, it could have changed as far as the ports they want to use. They might have changed their ports on you. Yeah. So uh, you might need to call Bell South and see what the settings are. Yeah, or browse over it if you can browse to their page and see what their settings are. They should be there for you. Yeah, if you go into the control panel under email, you can yeah. look at your profile and then uh, see if that's correct. Or you can just delete your profile and create a new one your mail profile okay and i would delete it through the the properties yeah i would i would do it right with an outlook i would bring up the accounts and just delete the account and re-add it making sure you well, have all this the information in front of you will i lose all my emails it or should re-download if it's on the uh, server but no generally you won't re- lose your emails if you want to check the account settings first before you delete the account feel free if it's brought down to a pst they're going to still be on your computer right if um if you're using an IMAP account, then it'll, have to re- it'll read. It could be it could be redownloaded. It could take a while, but check uh, check the settings first, Shay. Go out to Bell South. See it, see if the settings and the ports have changed on you, and that could be as simple okay. as just changing those ports within the account. But if that still doesn't work, you may have to start over with the account. Okay, thank you guys. Your show is great. Thanks, Shay. Okay, bye bye. Bye bye. Um, yeah, so you can quote unquote hack. Windows machines, but you're really just having the access to change that password. Right, or blanket. So we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get on the line. We have uh, three lines open for you, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Everything we talked about will be posted live out there at computertalkwithtab.com. Even the free decryption tool for the state to use to decrypt their ransomware attack systems. Free. It's a free decryption tool. Not to pay any, any ransom. So we'll be right back.
And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're still reading more about Hedy Lamar, and we want to make sure we got that story straight for you. So I understood it, too. I want to understand what she actually did was, back in World War II, the uh, torpedoes were controlled by radio frequency and very easily blocked. So what she came up with, with, yes, a composer, a musician, I like this even more, uh, they came up with frequency hopping so that they could produce radio-controlled torpedoes that could not be uh, affected by the the Nazis. Her first husband was uh, a Jewish man that she, and was selling actually selling arms to Mussolini and Hitler. No oh, fun. And he developed a lot of technology, and that's where she got her technology background. Interesting. But she was just like a... Um, a, a, a puppet, if you will, you know, um, I forget the word. But anyway, the point is, is that he wouldn't let her do anything. No, Except right. just look pretty. Right. And she had a mind she wanted to use. And she so, gleaned that information right off of him. Yeah, they had some party with Hitler and Mussolini and what have you. And mm. uh, she uh, asked her husband if she could wear all of her jewelry to show it all off. Mm. And so he allowed her. And somehow after the party, she was gone. <laughs> <laughs> And then she, she came went to up, Paris and became a movie star. She came up with this great idea with a composer. Yes, musicians. I know you guys talk about steam all the time, you know, science, technology, engineering, and math, but maybe you should consider, I'm sorry, STEM all the time, but you've got to consider steam. The arts are involved here. When you've got a composer working this out with a, a film actress, you know, steam makes more sense than STEM. Keep that in mind. There's a lot of smart musicians and composers out there. <laughs> well, sometimes, you know, you have to work out the rhythm of how things are supposed <laughs> exactly. to work. Yeah. Engineers may not always think out of the box. Let's, like, like uh, artists can. Let's go to uh, Antoinette in Fairfield. Hey, Antoinette, what's up? Um, yes. I think you probably answered my question with the first um, caller. Okay. But I've been getting a regarding email from Microsoft. I've been getting an email that's letting me know that my account may have been compromised. No. One, no, right. But when I overmouse the address, it seems real. And But I didn't go any further than seeing what they said. Yeah. Don't okay. believe it. Don't believe it. That's a, that's a scam most likely, Antoinette. And I'll bet you that it's um, misspelled if you, when you hover over it. Right. Could be misspelled. No, no, no. That was it. It wasn't misspelled. That was the shocker. Mm. One of them was misspelled. Um, when I overmounted, I actually opened it, um, and they were not misspelled. Gotcha. Because I double-checked that. I, I know that. But I didn't go where it says recover account. I stopped and right. I asked my brother. He said, well, check and see what it is. And I said, but I don't recall opening up a Microsoft account. Oh, like you don't even have a Microsoft account, right? That's possible, too. I might. You might. Because while you were in commercial, I just remembered my son had put on Skype Mm -hmm. in 2014, but I never used that, so I'm wondering if it's through that. Well, again, Microsoft should never send you an email like this and then send you a link saying how to recover it. If you need to recover your Microsoft account, Ignore that email, delete it for all I care, and go to Microsoft, right to their website, and then search how to recover your account. Um, okay. That way you're doing it right from Microsoft, not from some link that you can't trust. 
you can't trust it. Uh, Microsoft would be foolish to send out that information in that way uh, anyways because they're encouraging you to do something you shouldn't be doing if that's the case, and I highly doubt that that's legitimate email. So That's what I was thinking as well. So I yeah. didn't really listen to my brother. And one other thing, I remember some time ago, I think it was last year, about a year and a half now, mm-hmm. in one of my emails, I got an email with my same exact email address to myself. It was like I was emailing myself. And I said, well, this is crazy. I didn't open that. I just deleted that. But it was curious to me how an email with my email, like at Yahoo or AOL, exact name Mm -hmm. would come to me. In the the same way I could write a letter to you and put your return address in the letter, couldn't I? Oh, okay. I That's, got you. What they're doing is something called spoofing. Spoofing. Okay. Yeah, they're showing your email um, address to the to the sender to the recipient, hoping that they open Antoinette's email, even though it's not you. Okay. Yeah, that always concerned me. I said, mm-hmm. How did this happen? I never opened it, but it was shocking, yeah. you know, to me. And it okay. could it could have gone out to your friends too. I mean, depending on where your where is your email? Is it on Microsoft, a Hotmail, Gmail? Where is no, it? No, I use Chrome. You use what? Chrome, Google. Oh, you mean Hotmail? It was Yahoo. Yahoo. Yeah, so Yahoo is a big oh, that's mess. different. Yahoo's a big mess. Um, billions of accounts have been compromised. Uh, so what you should do anyways, Antoinette, just because we're talking about it, is go out to Yahoo, um, browse to it, and change your email um, password. I would have to change so much in there that I get on a couple of them that's critical I did that. It seems like they may have up, but you tell me if I'm right. It seems like they have done better in monitoring and securing their site. No. They won't let me. No, no. Don't believe it. Don't believe the hype. Don't believe it. No, change your password. If you've never, so basically, two billion, I think it was, or a billion, I think, uh, some I think did Verizon buy them? I don't know. Uh, they were gonna. I think it fell through after that. After they got hacked. Yeah. If you haven't changed your password since that warning went out, that all you know, one billion users of the free Yahoo Mail have been hacked. Your password is right there for everybody to see. Yeah, I think I have. I couldn't. Yeah, I think I have because. Um, Okay. Yeah, I think I have, you know, that's some time ago. I can't remember now, but I think I did because one of, yeah, one of them I did change because mm-hmm. it's different than what I usually use. All right. Well, I'd still I recommend you change it again just because we're talking about it. It can't hurt. Okay. All right. Well, if you have a... Yes. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> okay. If, if you have a Microsoft account with your Skype, we can link to an article that will tell you how you can recover it. Yeah. Okay. Good. I'll look online for that. Okay. You're right. But it's good okay. to be it's good even to be curious. I've never used it even if it's never used. Well, yeah. if if you're using Skype, you're using that Microsoft account. It's configured. No, I haven't. He's put it on there. We just looked at it when he put it on that was like 3 4 years ago, oh. but I've never used Skype for anything. Okay. All right. Well, again, that email we think is fraudulent anyways, Antoinette. So okay. you could have received yeah. it for any reason whatsoever. You could have been a Mac user and got that email. Oh, okay. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right. Bye-bye. We're going to put a link up there for you, too, Antoinette, as far as how to change your Yahoo password and then put two-factor authentication and get that in place as well so that along with that, you're going to have a... a, a That's pretty good. It sends a code to your cell phone, and then you put this code in, and then you're into your account. 
And everyone then says, okay, and I know my account's nice and secure. We're going to step out for a quick break. We're going to get to more of your calls. Three lines open for you, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Joe, hang on. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We'll do our best to help you out. Let's go on to Joe in Litchfield next. Hey, Joe. Hi. How you doing, Eric? Good. How are you? Oh, good. Um, yeah, I have a new computer I just got, and um, I uh, had it. Uh, I had some updates that put in, and I'll mention that to you after how that I was a little bit curious how the, how they were uh, put in. Uh, they helped me out on that. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I have we have Open DNS on uh, our router and and that opera, Defender as operating uh, the new computer. And Great. I removed McAfee. Mm-hmm. Um, question I had too is whether I should install uh, malware bytes or does Defender take care of virus and malware. The Windows Defender generally for home use will take care of viruses and malware. Um, well, malware no, bytes is only no. necessary if you get hit with something as a good remediation tool. But should I install it to have it there or not bother with it? I wouldn't bother with it until you need it. No. I, what you're doing is what exactly is what I'm doing at home for my system. Yeah, okay. And it's, it's, it has been plenty. Yeah, well, I, I thought I had asked her, uh, I, the girl there, uh, the technician, mm. but... Uh, uh, somebody didn't understand, you know, there's, she was Indian and she had uh, an accent. So some of the stuff she said, I couldn't catch it. Right. In fact, what I wanted to, what was curious to me was how we did it, uh, install the updates is that she took over the computer. So, so Joe, uh, did your computer say it had a problem and to call Microsoft? Uh, I was having, I was having a little difficulty with something. I, I called HP support. Okay, fine. That's good. Okay. I called them. Good, good, good. Okay. Yeah, it was yeah. right off of their their literature. I didn't. Okay. Nobody called me. Yeah. Uh, no, then I you didn't fall, fall into that trap. She had you do a few things and a few steps to give her remote control access to your system. Yeah, she she took over the thing for like half an hour, and she was I was watching the whole thing, and mm-hmm. then, in fact, she called me back the next day nice. to follow up and uh, to clarify and any other questions nice. so i she's legit i'm sure she's legit. oh yeah you called them and you, i have yeah. uh, you know a three i'm sure that's point. legit when you called them so that they that was for free they, they did that for you yeah oh nice no it's great yeah, that's well, I, I have a three three year extended warranty oh okay so you paid for that but that's fine good yeah that's completely legit that's great and she just did it by remote controlling into your system and then updating oh, the yeah. software yeah updated everything yep. all the all the system was all updated and it went through quite a few of them that were I'm surprised a brand new one needs all these updates. You would be surprised. Uh, basically, yeah. Uh, that's a big pain in the hiney, I'll tell you. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, think about it. We talk about it even on the air with uh, Christmas time. You buy an Xbox from Microsoft. Your kid's all excited to open. the. You, you, you're, you're sitting there, and he's ready to go plug it in and play. Three hours later, it does an update of a you know a gig of data just to, just to get really? the thing current. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's ridiculous. So. Yeah, and then she, then she uh, she gave me the uh, the website, and I uh, and I I had to I went to it mm-hmm. to uh, get all the I wanted the uh, the package of all the uh, the how to uh, resolve any issues. Yeah, and I I uh, put that on my computer as well. So nice, you're in good I, shape. I, I have all that. 
This is an HP Spectre 360 convertible laptop. Yeah, nice. It's really nice, and the thing flies. So. Nice. I'm glad oh, to hear it. Yeah. I, Sounds good, Joe. But what, what surprised me was it came from China. They all come from China, Joe. <laughs> China <laughs> took uh, about a week it um, got here. It literally came directly on a boat, from Ch- a slow boat from China, huh? <laughs> well, I came in in the snowstorm that we had the other day, and I yeah. didn't get it till the following day, but that's all right. I got it anyway. Bob, what you want to say? I was going to say, no, it was a fast boat from China. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, a week's <laughs> pretty quick. Okay. Sorry, right, Joe. Sounds good. Appreciate your help very much. Our pleasure. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. All right, he's got his new computer from China. Let's go on to uh, John in New Britain. What's going on, John? Hey, how are you guys doing today? Doing fine. How are you? Good. I'm just looking for a little bit to do more with my Alexa uh, Echo. Do um, more with it, huh? Well, you know, to make it a little bit more, uh, um, I guess, uh, with the house here to try to, you know, control a few more things. I was wondering if you recommend any products as far as a hub or different outlets to mm. turn on some lights, turn on the TV, what have you. So, firstly, if you, yeah. I, I've never found any real reason. I mean to spend any money on all that stuff. And you'd think I would because I'm a I'm a technology geek. But mm-hmm. I find it a little un- unnerving to have a system just sitting there listening to me all the time. Okay. Uh, and that's just me. Uh, not yeah. that I'm doing anything wrong. Uh, mm-hmm. But to me, to think to say to the TV, turn on, I mean, I don't know. It's just not in my nature to do it. I mean, no matter how many Star Treks, Star Treks I've watched and the captain's talking to the computer, I just can't bring myself to think that has any uh, place in my life right now. So I'm not a good person to ask. I know that if you went to Amazon's site through Alexa, they'll tell you what's compatible. And then you can buy all sorts of outlets and bulbs and and devices that'll make it seem... Basically, when you say TV turn on, Alexa's going to go out to the internet, go back through Albuquerque, all the way back to your TV, and then turn it on versus just bending over and picking up the clicker and pushing a button. <laughs> but if your internet's out, your TV won't turn on. <laughs> How funny is that? Um, but it's not my thing, John. What have you used it for? Have you found it to be um, indispensable? Well, I'm still in the experimental stage. I'm, uh, yeah. you know, just uh, to play music basically, but I, you yeah. know, I know you can do so much more. And I, I do see, like you said, you know, going online that they have so many different hubs and outlets and you know i don't know how much i want to make my home you know all you know <laughs> to go through uh the echo but yeah um well, the, like the, i said i was just curious you know if you recommend a hub to do even a lot more i guess that what you could do with the hub or you know would for my purpose just get a few outlets to control a few appliances what have you yeah you know i mean it's it's really up to you i mean i i just don't, i don't have time to mess with all the things that are going to have trouble interfacing the moment right. you want to use it and to, you, you're sitting down there your hands are full for whatever reason so you can't pick up the clicker right and you're like oh i've got an alexa i can tell the thing to turn on the tv that moment i guarantee you in that moment when you really want to use it it won't work <laughs> i mean it's just i mean come on you know it won't um i mean we can't get even our dvrs to still work right well they have a lot of good products out sure. there supposedly that uses this nest technology you ever tried to set up a nest thermostat absolutely you, not <laughs> it is it is impossible <laughs> I spent a whole weekend with Nest, and they tried to explain to me why it's so easy to do. And it turns out I could plug the right wires in, but there's an interface down in my furnace that is a whole other interface that I have to come be ripped out, pop in a whole new one, 
It has to be replaced. Yeah. To upgrade. It's a $300 thermostat that then requires $1,000 in HVAC work <laughs> so that I can set the temperature down to 68. I can do an automatic setback and it just takes two, two AA batteries and I call it a day. Um, I don't know. I, I just want, I just want my stuff to work. I don't have the more, the more of a, uh, what's that, that crazy, uh, me- mechanical thing that is put together a, or Herb Goldberg or whatever. Rube Goldberg. Rube Goldberg. You're, my opinion is this whole Alexa automated house thing is the ultimate Rube Goldberg of your life. So and you don't want like the lights to come on when you walk in the room and go off when you walk out and the temperature to rise and yeah, you know. I can just flip a switch. I mean, it's <laughs> it's not like I've my 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 flip switching finger is not working. I mean, it's just me, John. I mean, I'm not trying to put you down. I I, I no, hope no. you. <laughs> You know, I, I just figured I know you own one. and I, I don't own one. I don't own one. Oh, I thought you did. No, TJ does. We've had Alexa on the show, had her uh, as a guest. Okay. And uh, she was on with TJ, because TJ's that kind of guy. He likes to mess with all that kind of stuff. I, I don't know. I just got, I don't have time for that. I don't have the patience for it. I don't, I don't care that much about it. If it turns on the light bulb, I can do it with a switch or say, hi, Alexa. I have Google Home, but I haven't invested in the technology to control the other things. Right. Yes, right. They you have, do have light Google bulbs Home. and what have you. And it's really great. But yeah. what we do is we say, hey, Google, play 1980s rock and roll. And yeah. it does. And if we want right. 1960s jazz, it gives us that. You know, and then, you know. It's like magic. We have our own party, you know. <laughs> but there's actually right, but, a. But again, ahead. that's just the music, which is fine. And yeah. that, you know, I just wanted to take it just a little further, maybe. Right. And, you know. Well, you know what? We'll throw it out to the listeners. I mean, we got a 50,000-watt flamethrower out here as, as far as any other listeners out there that have automated their home more with Alexa. You know, maybe you guys can help so John I out. I figured everybody got one for Christmas or whatever, so yeah, there must be a lot of people. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are saying, hey, Alexa, play 80s jazz. Uh, but there's also a, there's a story I read recently where Alexa has a habit of doing a creepy laugh. Have you heard about that? We'll put the link up there for you. So it'll well, just it'll randomly just laugh creepily. My uh, question is: was it was that Alexa or was that somebody at the NSA? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so they're trying to update Alexa because what's happening is I guess it's uh, it, inadvertently picking up some sort of request from the from whatever it's listening to and misinterpreting it and then having this weird creepy laugh. Or, uh, or somehow it got hacked. <laughs> well, no, it's actually a it was actually a bug. But uh, it's constantly listening. What could go wrong with that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I appreciate all the uh, info. Yeah, I'm not sure we helped you a whole lot, but uh, we'll get. Maybe we'll have somebody call in and say what they've automated to the uh, to their success. If we don't hear anything, if we hear crickets, John, there's your answer. <laughs> Beautiful. Thanks. <laughs> all right. Thanks. Have bye a good one. You too. Bye bye. There's like 47 million of those suckers out there. Those smart um, speakers out there. Yeah. That's a, well, I I like it. It's convenient. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So well, we again. can tell it to turn up the volume, turn down the volume. We Ooh, can tell it to pause. That's I great. Mean, you know. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's, cr- that's so cool. I don't know. I don't think it, I just don't have any. Uh, I just don't see it. I can tell you right now, though, I predict, just like we've seen with texts and emails, we're no longer going to have to look at some sort of text anymore. We're going to have your actual voice incriminating you for whatever you did. Thanks to these systems. Uh, not that you're doing anything wrong. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to stick around. We've got Nate in Bristol. Hang on. Two lines, three lines open for you. If you've used your Alexa to automate something in your house besides music, <laughs> call in and let us know. John wants to know what you've done and how well it's worked and if it's something that you show your friends at a cocktail party. We'll be right back. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.